the Carl B. Phillips Show. Hosted by me, Carl B. Phillips, Uncle Carl. The Carl B. Phillips Show. Get ready for another great conversation on the Carl B. Phillips Show. Welcome to the Carl B. Phillips Show. I am Carl B. Phillips, Uncle Carl. Today, I have the honor of speaking with three people who have served with me at my home church, Greater Christ Temple, and they are instrumental in the creation of my latest single, Those Hands Pray. Please help me welcome my niece, Brianna Donaldson, who's on mute, my bro, Brandon Holland, and my sister, Evangelist Renita Donaldson. Yes. Praise the Lord, yes. everybody. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise him. So I always start my interview off with a random question. So my random question for each of you, if you have to fix breakfast in the morning, will you fix pancakes or waffles? Renita. Depends on how much time I have. If I have time, I'll do waffles. <laughs> if I don't have much time, I'll do pancakes. And I have, if I have even less time, it's cereal. <laughs> Brie, what about you, pancakes or waffles? Did you say Brie or B? Brief. I feel like this is not an equal opportunity question because you said I had to fix the item. <laughs> well, Brie, if you're going out for breakfast, would you order pancakes or waffles? <laughs> I'm <order> pancakes. <laughs> Brandon, what about you? Uh, since we have a bunch of frozen pancakes that my kids <laughs> want every day, I'll say pancakes. <laughs> I will go with pancakes also, even though during the pandemic, I bought a waffle maker, but it's so much work because you got to get the pancake mix. You got to get eggs, you got to get oil, and then you got to sit and turn it. Let me just put some water in the pancake mix, throw it on the griddle and be done. Yeah. Yeah. Flip the pancakes though, Kyle. <laughs> you know, the flipping, flipping yeah, you got to flip it. I, I, I have not mastered flip pancakes yet. I'm still working on it. You got to wait till the bubbles uh, are, are very are present. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I'm like, I'm ready to eat. And I usually, you know, have a couple on the grill and I just mess everything up. Each of you have been a major part of my life. And I'm honored that each of you have agreed to be a part of the new single, Those Hands Prayed which is a tribute to our pastor, Bishop Carl Holland, and of course, Brandon, your father, um, who God called home last year. Um, as I explained to each of you, when I arrived at Bishop Holland's memorial service, um, the first thing I saw was his hands. And my mind just went to those hands prayed for me. And from that, I was able to build the song. Before we go forward, I wanna have each of you kind of talk a little bit about uh, what Bishop Holland meant to you. Renita, I'm going to start with you. You are one of the, and I have to be careful how I say this, I'm one of the five longest standing members of Greater Christ Temple. I can't say she's one of the oldest because I'll get in trouble. Talk about how Bishop Holland's teaching uh, impacted your life, Renita. Well, one thing that I loved about Bishop Holland was not only was he serious about serving God, he was committed, dedicated to it, 
but he had a way that he could relate to those that were there. And his teaching was really phenomenal because he could expound on God's word while making it humorous and also putting it on a level where you could receive it. So it didn't matter where you were in your walk with God, you could get something from his teaching. And he had a terrific sense of humor. So he demonstrated that serving God, you, know, you didn't have to be stiff. You didn't have to be, you know, staunch. You could still enjoy humor and enjoy life and enjoy things and serve God and learn to become all that God would have you to be. That's just one of the many things that I loved about him. Of course, his, his musical ability. Um, I had the honor and privilege of singing with him while he played the saxophone. That meant so much to me to be able to just share that with someone of his talent. So I could go on, but I'll leave it at, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> you, know, you know the saying, you give a preacher a microphone? He was my pastor for what, 55 years, so. Wow. Wow, the only, the, only, the only pastor I've known. Yeah, for, for you to sit under him for 55 and you're only 56, wow. You're giving away, you're giving away too much. <laughs> Brianna, you were born and raised at Greater Christ Temple. Talk about how Bishop's teaching and preaching led you to your life purpose. Yes, I have to start with this little anecdote. When I was younger, um, and it's just so funny, Bishop would be preaching and the sun would be shining in through the windows and it was like all the sunlight was right on his white robe. <laughs> and I was just like, man, he is like right next to Jesus or something because wow. Like, but it just, you know, really speaks to the fact that you could even just see the glory of God emanating from him. And um, the fact that he was so um, very motivated and just like bent on having a successful life and salvation. And he instilled that in each of us. Like we are not just here just because like we're here because we want to be successful in this thing that God tells us we can have and do. So I really um, appreciated that he's always been an example of never giving up and never backing down, no matter what you face. And so um, for myself, it definitely has been an inspiration for me to be able to see someone who never gave up on the thing that God promised them. And that's the same thing that I model my life after as well. However, God wants to use me. It's my desire to be in lockstep with that purpose, um, but also to have that mindset that I'm not giving up on what God promised me and the vision that God has given me. I'm going to see it through. Wow, beautiful. Brandon, you are the youngest son of Bishop Holland and, and Sister Holland. Talk about the impact that your dad had on your life 
because you've seen the preacher side, but you've seen the dad side at home. You've seen the struggles. You've seen the successes. Talk a little bit about the impact that he's had on you as a father, uh, as a, a minister now, as an elder now. Talk a little bit about that impact. Well, you know, uh, there's a line in the song. Uh, I think it's in Vandalus uh, Renita's verse where she says, I didn't always understand but it made me who I am. And, you know, because of, you know, my parents had me very late at 40. So there's a huge gap there. So a lot of things, you know, coming up, I didn't understand until now, as I've gotten older now, I understand. And I understand, you know, why there was like, no, you can't do that. You can't do this. And they were, um, not only living out uh, their uh, life, their salvation in front of me, um, but they were also keeping me uh, close and looking out for my soul. And so I understand now a lot of things that coming up, you know, uh, you just have those uh, you know, parents one way or think one way, children think another way. Um, but I'm grateful for um, their influence. My dad, um, you know, I got many personal Bible classes as we all have. Um, <laughs> but, you know, imagine being in the home with him, <laughs> you know, so, so that, you know, I got Plenty and then some. So, but um, just just his, I've just admired him for many years of my life, watching him play the saxophone and how he did and all of his history and things and, you know, and following in his footsteps, playing saxophone, um, you know, just trying to uh, emulate who I saw as a great man and the great things that he's uh, he was doing and continuing now that, you know, in the ministry and, and, and so forth. So, um, my mom and my dad had a great, great impact on me and, um, I wouldn't be who I am without them. So there you have it. You know, for, for me, I, I would say that Bishop Holland had a great impact on my life also. Uh, when I got to the church and um, I was 16 years old, um, Renita was a young singer. First time I walked in church, I heard her singing. Uh, I'm so glad he heard my cry, I think was the song. Um, but to be under his ministry, um, his teachings, um, especially as I've gotten older, um, it's it's been a blessing to have that teaching inside of you, especially as you start going out and doing different things and seeing different parts of life. Uh, he built yeah. up a foundation in us that we can't right. can't be shaken, no matter what comes along. Um, you know, when I think about you know how he taught us about the end times, and we're seeing a lot of the things that he talked about now. So I don't get concerned about a lot of things that I see in the world because Bishop prepared us for these times. So I'm grateful to have had the opportunity to have also sat under him and also have learned 
Um, and, and like you said, you you call for a quick second, and you're going to be on the, on the phone for a few minutes. Uh, I would share that as a young person, um, I found it important that I would just go down to his office just to sit and talk to him. I would take my lunch break and go and sit and talk. And I didn't realize at the time that he was just instilling so much into me. Um, I'm also grateful that he believed in me. Uh, a lot of times people were critical of things I were doing. Uh, people uh, didn't understand a lot of things I was doing, but Bishop always encouraged me to go on and always encouraged me to be, as he would used to say, Carl, you tough skin. So even to this day, I'm still tough skin. I don't care what y'all say. I don't care how much y'all say I can't sing. I'm still tough skin. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> let's talk about the song those hands pray as i stated at the beginning of the interview i wrote the song um, after being at bishop's uh memorial service and the irony brandon when i did the voice memo it was on september 8th last year i was in new york and the song will be out in september 8th this year so from the time wow. I the voice memo together to the time it's being released has been a whole year um, as, as I kind of was thinking along through that, um, I wanted to write the song from a perspective of what Bishop did for me and what his hands did and how his hands prayed for us. Uh, when I sent you the voice memo, Brandon, back in October of last year, I was unsure what that would be like for you. When you received the first voice memo, of the song talk about what it meant to you well you know it was uh it was quite i think i i think what i texted you was it, it was moving or something like that um because it, it was really uh sort of surreal like um you know having gone through his uh passing and then um to have him memorialized in that, that way, um, it was very touching, um, you know. And I didn't know, I didn't know, you know, what to expect. But as I heard it, it was just uh, such a such beautiful lyrics, um, you know, and everything just kind of made <clears throat> made sense. So. Um, yeah, it was it was it was such a sur it was a surreal moment, you know. Just like I said, just never having uh, had or heard anything um, of in a song regarding my dad. So uh, it just kind of tied everything together, um, you know, for me, you know, emotionally, and and so I, I was I was just like, wow, this is beautiful. And so, uh, yeah, I'm just grateful that it came out the way that it did. You know, when I, excuse me, when I listen to the music that you've done for the song, it adds a whole nother level to the song. So uh, Brian Renita, Brandon, uh, we were in, in the studio with Greg recently, and he, he talked about how when I send him voice memos, I'd be in about three or four different keys, and he always <laughs> takes that and makes something out of it. So Brandon, talk a little <laughs> bit about. I can do that. He can. <laughs> yeah, he's good at that. Talk about your musical vision for the song because you you've added 
uh, cellos, you've added uh, uh, violins. Uh, uh, talk about your musical vision for putting the song together. Um, you know, it kind of, um, uh, it kind of just kind of came together um, organically, like um, when I gave you the, I mean, I kind of sat down and figured out the modes of each section and um, then it, I don't know, things just start coming to me, like try this and try that. So I tried a guitar and then once the guitar player laid the acoustic guitar, I was like, okay, now this is setting a certain tone. And so um, then I wanted to add the cellos. So I reached out to a cellist and uh, then it just it just started growing and kind of coming together, um, probably better than what I had in in mind originally. Um, but yeah, it just kind of grew organically um, to the drums, to you know, little bells and whistles. Um, but, but I felt that it was uh, he's a classy he was a classy man, so uh i felt that that the music kind of met a classiness you know to kind of go along with who he was as a person wow awesome yeah um, i'm gonna go to renita and Bree. um i sing the lead for you guys on the demo track talk about renita we'll start with you talk about your thoughts once you heard the lead part and what you wanted to bring to that after hearing the lead part that I laid down for you. We'll start with you first, Bree. I mean, Renita, I'm sorry. Well, when we when you first came to us and gave us the lyrics, and so I, I read the lyrics, and then we came to you, and I said, you know, I think it would be, bad, would be better if we switch the lyrics and have Bree do the verse that you initially had for me to do, and then I do that verse because that verse really um, spoke to me as a minister under Bishop Holland. I remember the day when it, it was funny how we came to him telling me that I was called to the ministry, even though I knew it. We, we had this thing going back and forth and I would tell him, I need to talk to you, Bishop. I, I have some questions. I, I have something really important I want to ask you about. And he would tell me, yeah, I got something really important. I need to talk to you. And we, okay, yeah, we got it. And we did that for a couple of weeks. And finally, one day after service, he was like, you know what? I'm just going to tell you, God has called you to the ministry. And, and I laughed. I said, That's what I wanted to ask you about. So we kind of laughed about that afterwards. And uh, because it was important for me to know that God had spoke to my bishop about me being in the ministry. So that verse yeah. really just, it, it really meant a lot to me. And I, I just felt like I could relate to that verse um, in a much greater way. And you also, I think when I originally wrote it, um, I wrote it where I was saying, but it made me a better woman, but you changed it to, but it made me who I am. Yes. Yes, because everything and who I am in Christ, really, I have to attribute it to Bishop Holland. 
because I followed his teaching, I followed his, you know, his his um, ideals um, as far as how a saved young lady should live and and how she should present herself. So for me, yes, I I and I do I appreciate you letting me have that um, ability to offer those suggestions because I think it really it just really spoke volumes to me personally um, in knowing the relationship that I had with my bishop. Rihanna, when you received the uh, the demo with my glorious voice singing it. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. What were your thoughts? Um, I felt the same as you know Elder Brandon and Evangelist Renita stated. Just connected with the song right away. The meaning of the song uh, felt so much comfort from being able to express that way. Um, and I know I've told you before. I think it'll be so powerful. Um, really for anyone who has lost someone who's been impactful in their lives and covering them and caring for them in any way. Um, but just being able to express that gratitude in song. Um, so I immediately connected with it. And I know I told you I was extremely excited about the project and bringing it to life. And um, to be honest, I really just wanted to bring your vision to life. And I thank God I was just driving one day and listening to it. And it's like, I just started feeling like, I just started feeling the song and I don't know how to explain it any better than that, but just <laughs> really feeling like what, what needed to be there, where the emphasis needed to be, um, you know, where sections would be and just how to bring the emotion um, and the expression out musically. So Breed, not only, well, let me back up. Let's talk about the duet between you and your mom. Renita, how did it feel having someone who you have trained to now be telling you how to sing? <laughs> well, as I mentioned a, a lot of times, she thinks she's my mother. So there's a lot of things that she tells me to do. But anyway, um, most, for, the, for the most part, because I, I know her creative ability, I know what she's capable of doing. She is incredibly talented musically, and I knew that she would come up with with just an amazing background vocals. And she let me she let me have a little input, um, <laughs> a little bit in the background. But but um, and there were times when I would have to say, "Listen, don't forget, I'm the one that taught you." <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but but I I love it because I'm extremely proud of her and what God is doing in her life. Like I said, she's very talented. I recognize her talent at a very young age and I'm, I'm just excited to be able to sing with my daughter. That's such an honor. Thank you, mommy. <laughs> Bree, talk about, this is the first, I think first recording that the two of you have done together. Yeah. Talk about what that moment means for you to be able to sing this with your mom. Yeah, that, that has been just very special. And I say it has been because it's just ongoing. Um, and one of the most amazing things about music when you publish it, like it just, it lives forever. It's a, it's a moment that never ends. So this is just really something that is a big, um, you know, highlight, I think for both of us. Um, she taught me everything I know. So 
I'm sure anytime I was telling her anything or suggesting anything, it was just her talking to herself anyway. Um, (laughs) If you trust yourself, you can trust me because you trained me. Um, But yeah, it's been a really, really special moment for both of us to have this experience. But um, not only that, but to have it kind of just cemented in the earth. So Bree, you also, and, and we talked about this in your interview, you also did the background arrangements. Um, this was a time where I wanted to try something different. And when you guys got to the studio, I'm like, okay, I want to try this something different. You were open to trying something different. And I have to also salute you because the background arrangements are amazing. They are. They're very yes. amazing. They, they flow. So yes. I salute you for the background arrangements that you did. And um, that's your future. <laughs> Uh, on top of everything else, you're gonna be a vocal arranger. No, <laughs> every project we got, Bree, we need you to come write some vocals. <laughs> but talk about you. You mentioned a little bit how you start feeling where things should go. In, in a couple of seconds, just talk about your vision for the the background vocals. Yeah, I think I really talked about it in relation to the verse as well, and just feeling how to bring that emotion through and how to connect you know, what we've all been feeling and really just the power of that love, right, that we have for Bishop. Um, Love never goes anywhere. So the love is still there. I just wanted that to come through in the song itself. And I have to also thank the background vocalists because they were very easy to work with um, and very talented as well and definitely brought, you know, their own flavor. And we were able to I think what we captured really was a very great chemistry amongst the vocalists. So, and the background vocalists, of course, um, your mother, uh, yourself, uh, your cousin, Rashida Lewis, and Jay Murray. Um, <laughs> it was it was surreal for me to be in the studio with those background singers, uh, thinking of Jay and then thinking of his dad um, and how his dad was, meant so much to my music ministry and to see oh, Rashida singing there and to see, I said, Renita standing there who again, the first time I came to Christ temple, she was the first voice that I heard sing back. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and to, yeah. To, to see you. So for me, it meant a lot brief to, to see you all come together um, that night. And even to have Brandon in the studio that night with us, that meant a lot to me. I want to thank each of you for being a part of the Carl B. Phillips show. And uh, again, thank you for uh, supporting Carl B. Phillips over the years. Um, I've had some wild and crazy ideas that you all have pulled off (laughs) from Renita singing. And I am telling you, I'm not going (laughs) to agree to do Disney songs, to Brandon learning Ham, Roger and Hammerstein <laughs> and all the crazy ideals that I have. So I want to personally say thank you to each of you for um, the years of friendship, uh, the years of support. Uh, wh- again, whatever I've come up with, you all have been in my corner. So thank you um, for that. Brandon, thank you for taking my musical dreams and making something out of them. <laughs> <laughs> Renita, thank you for the years of no matter what I threw your way, ease on down the road, <laughs> Broadway, whatever. <laughs> thank you for just that the, the belief and the friendship. And Bree, 
you know how much I appreciate you uh, for growing up and uh, allowing me to uh, put songs in front of you, allowing me to challenge you over the years to be to be creative. So again, to each of you, I say thank you and that I appreciate you. So as we wrap up, appreciate you too. Yeah, and I just want to say thank you, Carl. It's just what was such a privilege. You know, I when I heard the song, I told you I love it. I loved it, and it just brought tears to my eyes. I don't think I could, I don't think I've been able to listen to it once without, you know, tearing up, but I just, I just don't know how to thank you for allowing me to be a part of this. Pleasure. Yeah. Pleasure. Same, same. No problem. So as we wrap up, Renita, how can people follow you on social media and how can they contact you? Well, they can contact me on Facebook can look for Renita Lee. I'm under uh, Renita Lee. So that would probably be the best way to to reach me. Awesome. Awesome. Brandon, how can people follow you on social media and how can they contact you? Uh, Instagram is probably the uh, only social media I have, really. Uh, Pinana Player, P-I-N-A-N-A Player at, uh, yeah, at Pinana Player. Okay. I started to get my email address. <laughs> <laughs> well, now there's also another place on Instagram. I think it's this duo of producers. Um, I, their, their name slips me right now. Do you know what I'm talking about, Brandon? Oh, the stuntman. Right. That's me and Byron Stanfield. The C-H-A-S-T-U-N-T-M-E-N. And Brianna, how can people follow you on social media? How can they contact you? And how can they get your music, Brie? All right. They can contact me or follow me on Instagram at Brie Linden, B-R-I-L-Y-N-D-O-N. And I'm also on threads at the same handle. Um, you can also find my music on all digital outlets. Search for In You or My First Love by Brianna Donaldson. Awesome. Those Hand Prayed is out now. We encourage everybody to go stream and go download. It's available on all digital outlets. Before we wrap up, I want each of you, Brandon kind of touched on it before, each of you give me one of your favorite lines from the song. Renita, you go first. <laughs> I think my favorite line is, um, well, it's not, I guess, when I was called to the ministry, those hands encouraged me right. or something. <laughs> <laughs> Rihanna, you have one of your favorite lines. Oh, Carl, you know, I'm bad at words. I'm just kidding. God's okay. going to give it to you. He's going to send it back. Jesus be a saint <laughs> in the name of Jesus. Uh, no, so actually, it's actually an ad lib. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, mom, but I think we said, I'm glad I made you proud of me. Yes. 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 Another one. Yep. I, yeah. I, that's my favorite part of the song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree. Brandon, you said on the line earlier, is that your favorite or is there another line that's your favorite? Uh, it's so many, but I'll just say um, uh, part of the chorus, those hands pray for me in my storms. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, just going going through i mean you know just as a pastor 
how you have to cover the people and, you know, stay prayed up about what we're dealing with. So I think that that line. I think for me, it's a line that I stated that even though we disagreed, those hands still prayed for me. Uh, a lot mm -hmm. of times in ministry, you're not going to always agree. But kind of like what you're saying, Brandon, a pastor still has to pray for someone that may not be in agreement with them. So again, guys, thank yeah. you so much for hanging out with the Carl B. Fellow Show. Again, re as a yeah. reminder, remember to work like you don't need the money, love like you've never been hurt, and dance like no one's watching you. Go download, download and stream those hands. Pray for me. God bless until right. we meet again. The Carl B. Phillips Show. Thank you for listening to The Carl B. Phillips Show. For more information, go to carlbphillips.com. The Carl B. Phillips Show. Follow Carl B. Phillips on Instagram so we can stay in contact with each other.